Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Five or 800-771-1025. We're ordering a fat breakfast today. <laughs> I am doing what I can to support local restaurants. That's right. Which one are you getting me, Carmen? The squawker or the farmer or the garden or what? It's called the five. The five and dime? No, just the five. Oh, because the five. the five and dime has an egg. Nope. No and eggs. I know you don't like eggs. So just, yeah. yeah, just the five. A biscuit, right? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, that sounds just fantastic. Right? Ooh. Sausage gravy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you right. know just a glass of it. Well, mm. I love it because they have the uh, vegetarian gravy. Yeah. Because I'm doing vegetarian this week. This week? Eat, well, I gained a little bit of weight. Mm. What do you think that's going to help? Oh, I've already down a pound from doing it yesterday. From just eating vegetarian gravy instead of meat gravy? Well, no, I didn't have gravy yesterday, but yesterday I literally just ate vegetarian style, uh, uh, and I'm already down a pound. Well, good for you. Thank you. look you. wonderful. <laughs> you said that, that good for you in such a, yeah. such for a you. fun one, yeah. Enjoy your one water weight pound. <laughs> <I'm> just- <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to tell you? I had to tell you, oh. Galvin's got me. If I'm sleepy on the show, it's Galvin's fault. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, my, it's my fault you didn't get the hat. Oh, it's my fault, you know. By the way, did you see the other one I sent you? Destroying my life. Where did you send it? <laughs> I sent I'm it to the moon. Honest. I sent it to the moon. Did you text me or email me? I texted you. Oh, I'm going to pull it up right now. All right. I texted you and Gio because there's... Oh, no. well, that's different. That's yeah, a different right. That's a different text. But there is a new, there's a different draft hat that is a little bit different, and it's a snapback, and I thought that was pretty oh, cool, too. Oh, I did see that? Yeah. Uh, I didn't see it from you, but I did see that hat. Snapbacks don't fit my giant head. Oh, you like to fit it? Have to. Oh, really? I, I have to get an extra large, double extra large flex fit hat. It's the only thing that fits my head. Not, Why, a snapback you can't snap? I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can big. snap it on the last hole, but there's a chance it'll whip open and kill a kid if it snaps <laughs> yeah, open. That's true. Me. Yeah. That's true. I love that Galvin is now like my authority for hats because I don't right? see any of this stuff. Yeah. But now I'm ordering it. I am on every NFL shop, Fanatics, all that stuff. Every day there's an amazing 30% dif- discount on Right. Yeah. Kids, and plus so. once you put it in one time, it shows up in every feed oh, on yeah. everything that you have and stuff. They have some pretty cool uh, Steelers ones, the draft hat, and it says Steel City Football on the side. It's pretty cool. I had a good moment last night while I was doing the podcast with Bobby Kelly. My son was like, do you have paper and pen? Because he usually sits in there with me. I go, yeah, I give it to him. And... Uh-oh, Jackie Martling, writing you jokes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but Robert Kelly did make him do two spit takes yesterday. Um, I Robert Kelly built himself... Listen to this. This is pretty amazing. I wish I had a picture of it. He built himself a gun cabinet 
like he said, I'm going out tomorrow to get, to, to get the wood to build a gun cabinet. I'm telling you right now, if it was a game show where they put a million dollars behind a wall and they said, once you built the gun cabinet, that's yours. <laughs> I'd have to go out past. I cannot. I mean, I could not. He, he has it up on, on his it. Instagram. There's a lot. Joe, if you want to go find it, he put a lock on it. He put molding on it. it He's got a uh, shelf in a there. Shelf inside. Ammo on the top, gun on the bottom. I was so super impressed. And he painted it like a purplish blue with a gold trim. It looks like a Crown Royal bottle. And I'm like, and then he found a a skull. That was a wrench, I think, or something. I don't know. It was something at Home Depot. He got the skull, painted it gold like the trim, and put it on the center of the door. I was like, I couldn't I couldn't do that for anything. Do you own any power tools? That yes, you I own every power tool. Saws, mm-hmm. all that stuff? Uh, I won't use a saw. So I don't know. I think I have probably like a table saw. Yeah. Not, you know, like the one, I don't know. Uh, oh, <laughs> this, did you see this? That yeah. Was crazy. This is the video of when I gave him the gun, and he started shooting everything. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. The guy who makes his videos is awesome. So anyway, he built he built the uh, gun cabinet, and it it really came out pretty sweet. Now, why was I telling you this? I was going somewhere with this? Because your son got a pen and paper. So my son was uh, sitting in there, and I I began as he was talking about the things he built. I have a, uh, a pallet wall in my studio, so I turn my camera towards the pallet wall, and I go, I uh, reclaim this wood from a ship that crashed in St. Petersburg a while ago and we got the wood and we sanded it down and we dried it out and pressure treated it and then we and he's just laughing at me he's like the only thing you've ever reclaimed is a donut that you dropped on the floor <laughs> you reclaimed it back in your mouth and my son spit his water all over my shoulder uh yeah he he was on point last night but uh my son I gave him the pen and paper and he at the end of the show he's like all right this is what I came up with and he Listed all the teams in draft order and who he thinks they're going to choose. I mean, that's a that's a good father son moment. Like this is going to be our first draft we watch together. That he really knows what's going on, you know. And I don't watch college football, so I don't know. I don't know if he's right or wrong. But all I know is that was that was like I like we're men now. This is a man thing that we're doing. <laughs> and my daughter, have, did you, anybody see my daughter's great presentation? No. Oh, I did the camel. Yeah. Is it, oh yeah. <laughs> my daughter might be one of those genius kids. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For she, sure. She she is doing extra homework. She wrote a presentation on camels. She doesn't spell very well. She wrote a presentation on camels, and she spells, she writes phonetically, so she, she'll she write, um, she, it was facts about camels. <laughs> this is yeah. going to sound sarcastic, but it is actually true. They say a lot of geniuses have trouble spelling. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they have other good yeah, qualities. That's their one thing. It's not like that automatically makes you a genius. It's also if you're smart. Yeah. yeah. So she uh, she wrote facts about camels, but she spelled facts <laughs> f u like kind of yeah. like it sounds. I can't say it. So uh, and then she drew a camel, and then she gave a presentation. She's doing homework that she does not need to do. So I watched her presentation, and I was dying to get her to say humps. <laughs> so I go, and where do they store all that water and fat? And she goes, well, they they store in their hump. And then she puts a paper down and she goes, if they're a, oh, I forgot the names already. She's like, if it's a dromedary, it has two humps. And if it's a something else, it has one. And I was like, mm. <laughs> okay, nerd kid. Yeah. But I was like so proud that these kids yeah. are doing so so well in the no school. I'm thinking about we don't even need school anymore. Nah, whatever. My seven-year-old just said dromedary and used it correctly. <laughs> what, do we, what do we need school for? Yeah, that was uh, a presentation on cats. And it comes with a paper. Look, 
facts, F-A-C-K-S, yeah. facts about cats. <laughs> I love your son's doing mock drafts. Awesome. Your daughter's doing camel you know, science reports. Nerd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. You get around. But Galvin, back to what I'm blaming Galvin for, is I get in bed, I try to get in bed early, and... Usually I put the news on, and then I just start watching the news, and my head starts spinning, and I'm like, no, I can't do that before I go to bed. So now I watch CNBC, and I watch Shark Tank reruns. Oh, yeah. And that, that's got me up to 11 <laughs> o'clock every night. I watch four episodes of Shark Tank, and I'm wondering, then I got to get on my phone and research and find out, well, these are reruns, so let's see how that guy actually did when they rejected him, or see. Um, Any good investment opportunities? Yeah, Mark yeah. Cuban bought this guy and rented this thing for snoring. Did you see this one? It was, you know, the breathe right strips that go on your nose? Right. These were a clear mesh strip that go on your lips. Oh, yeah, and it covers oh. you. It's, that was ridiculous. Oh, Mark Cuban bought it, though. <laughs> I know, but it's ridiculous. He, he uh, Like, think about sleeping with that on. No I, way. You, when you're a bad snorer, dude, I mean, I wore a full face mask. You know what I mean? I, a little band-aid on my lip isn't going to be so bad. It closes your lips, so it forces you to breathe through your nose, but it is perforated, so if your, if your nose did clog up or whatever... You can breathe through your mouth if you had to, and then to take it off, you just open your mouth. So okay. it, was, it was just to keep your lips kind of closed while you were sleeping, but they did all the proper testing and fun. They spent over a million dollars running it through Harvard and having it tested and medically cleared and all that stuff, and then they all passed on it, Oof. and then Cuba was like, I'm in. I'm in for 20%, and the guy took his offer. And I, I, I love watching that show. I love more when nobody takes their offers. Yeah, that's got to be just so... Just take all the wind out of your sail. Yeah, a million dollars on research and development, and then bam. Yeah, but there's passes. there's been a few different ones where they didn't take the offer, but the exposure from Shark Tank helped them. And then later on, they got an offer from one of those guys. Uh, I think it was Blue Plate or something like that. One of those ones where you ma- they boxes. send you all, yeah they send you all the ingredients and stuff. Uh, they didn't take the offer, and then Kevin ran into those guys later on, and they were like, hey, we're doing this now, and we have this. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. And then they wound up selling it for a ton of money. Wow. Yeah. The uh, ring, the ring doorbell, they didn't take his offer. I wonder why. Uh, I, I think they said the technology wasn't there yet or it couldn't scale it or something. Boy, to do were they with wrong. It, Yeah, and he wound up selling it to Amazon for a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, way to go, guy. Yeah. Is, I love ring. I love all... I have a whole bunch of motion sensor, all things around my house, but that ring doorbell is the absolute bad doorbell, and the, I have the spotlights, all the yeah, stuff. That's cool. I'm trying, yeah, really to, trying to get my landlord to put one in because we've had like a couple packages go missing. Oh, really? In our complex, yeah, because we've had some kids move in around the area. Shysters. Yeah, and they only steal my stuff. The good stuff, like, they know. Yeah, they throw away the baby stuff that comes in next door, and they always take everything that I order. Mm-hmm. And, it, oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> Luckily, with Amazon, though, they'll resend it. Like, if you tell them, yeah. they when, have no problem resending it. When I it. first moved down here and I lived at these apartments right behind the radio station, I had a uh, first neighbor was a real jackass, but then a, uh, a nice looking black girl moved in next door to me. wasn't around very much. She must have been some sort of uh, rep that went around because she was hardly ever home. But there was a package, and they left it at my door, and so I was like, "Oh, I got a package," and I opened it up, didn't look at it. It was for her, but they left it at my door, oh, and, it, it? and it was shoes. Oh. 
and I felt like the biggest creep. I was like, I opened your shoes and smelled them. You know, like, I was like, I didn't know. I didn't look at the thing. I, Did you try them on? <laughs> of course. Yeah. Here, these don't fit. You can have them. Yeah. yeah thank you. Oh, that's funny. Oh, man. The, All right. the yeah. white stuff is, I tried to clean them. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Time to check in with Galvin, who's got today's news. With Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Well, we've been waiting for it. We were like, why isn't this happening? Bernie endorsed Joe Biden the other day, and now former President Barack Obama offered his formal endorsement for Joe Biden on Tuesday, urging Democrats to rally behind Biden and form a unified front to defeat President Donald Trump and win back the White House. Here is a uh, Former President Obama talking about that. We have it up on Bone TV. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't have my volume up. That's my bad. Here we go. How dare you. I know. If there's one thing we've learned as a country from moments of great crisis, it's that the spirit of looking out for one another can't be restricted to our homes or our workplaces or our neighborhoods or our houses of worship. It also has to be reflected in our national government. The kind of leadership that's guided by knowledge and experience, honesty and humility, empathy and grace. That kind of leadership doesn't just belong in our state capitals and mayor's offices. It belongs in the White House. And that's why I'm so proud to endorse Joe Biden for president of the United States. Finally. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right? That's the thing. Did they like, they were like, hey, listen, he's the last one. (laughs) Yeah. They got to do something. They went to Barack, and they were like, hey, listen, he can barely talk on camera. Would yeah. you please just please. say something nice about him? Please. Just acknowledge that he's running. Yeah, my God. Now, did we discuss this? We were talking about different scenarios. Can Obama be a vice president now? No. The fact that he was president makes him invalid. The fact that he was a two-term president, because if you're a vice president, you're second in line to be president. president. So you if something to were to happen to right. Biden, he would be president again, which would therefore... Make him void of the president. Who does Biden pick for his vice president? Who do you think? I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. There's and nobody. Do we know this? Do we enough. know this person yet? He said it was going to be a female. Yeah, he said it was going to be a female. But do we know the person yet? Is Where it is be Klobuchar Tulsi? from? Uh, I don't know. Amy. Tulsi Gabbard. No, that's yeah, my Klobuchar. Favorite. Klobuchar. No, but I'm just. I, I'm Tulsi, not, yeah, I'm, I'm saying just... Tulsi Gabbard is <laughs> like a joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting um, up female names. Lassie. She is from Minnesota. <laughs> okay. Is that right? Great state. Minnesota. Minnesota. What is she, governor? She is, no, she is the um, senator for uh, Minnesota. She she has been since 2007. I bet you she never wears a uh, feather boa. <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> she has never been known to wear just a feather boa. I oh, wish. yeah. Um, I don't, uh, I don't know. You, she, he's going to have to pick somebody that's, geographically desirable for their campaign. I mean, he's, it's going to, I would say it's somebody more from the Midwest. Please don't yell no at me. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any way he picks Michelle Obama? No. And does that help him? Here, no. Here's why. Uh, Michelle Obama is not a vice president. She would run for president, I think. And uh, I don't think she's interested in that whatsoever. So, no. Do I think that that's a good idea? And will that get him elected? For sure. Yeah? I don't think she wants to do it. Mm. 
Yeah, and I know. I don't know. It's Why not thing. though? She, so he's a uh, one term, and then she becomes president. Yeah, I don't think that she wants to be president. Oh no, no, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. And is she qualified to be president, or do we just like her? Eh, we just like her. Are I any mean, of these people qualified to be president? Is anybody qualified? Like, she's an intelligent lady. Yeah. You know, super qualified. Hillary Clinton. She's done her whole her whole career in politics. Do we want her to be president? No way at all. Bernie Sanders. Yeah, whole but, career politics. But but Hillary Clinton's actually done some stuff. Bernie Sanders has never done anything. He's popped up in the last ten years. As uh, you know, he's been there his whole life, and nobody's heard his name until the last eight years. Yeah, you know true. what I mean. Uh, you know, Gavin Newsom and uh, Andrew Cuomo are both guys that got bumped up because sure. of the coronavirus, where they're high profile now, and people are like, "Hey, this guy seems to be yeah. good in a situation like this." Gavin Newsom looks presidential too. Yeah, he yeah. does. Handsome. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, it'd be very interesting. He's going to pick just like um, John. What's his face? Pick McCain. Where he's going to pick somebody who is a strong woman, but I mean, McCain picked him the Alaska governor. And nobody, everybody was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Yeah, right. he's going to pick somebody that people know. Uh, like if Elizabeth Warren wasn't his number one competitor, it would be perfect for him to pick somebody like her. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Is it going to be somebody we know? Uh, I, I think so. I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to be a candidate. If that's what you're asking. I don't think it's going to be a candidate because they went at each other too much. Mm. But um, also, if it's a no name, then I don't feel like it would put enough pull behind it to help him in any way. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll I know see. He, he wouldn't, but I would love for him to run with Andrew Yang just to see Andrew <laughs> Yang squirt more. <laughs> what? Cream? Uh, Although cream. he said female, so Andrew Yang uh. has to wear a wig. Oh my or what if he picks Pete Buttigieg? <laughs> Angie or, Wang. And we go... You said well, he goes. Oh, he's gay. You know he does that. Yeah. Like, he just shrugs his shoulders. And he goes. Oh, he's gay. Kind of like a lady. <laughs> uh, yesterday during a coronavirus briefing, Trump said he's stopping all funding to the uh, World Health Organization. Here is uh, Trump talking about that. Today, I'm instructing my administration to halt funding of the World Health Organization while a review is conducted to assess the world. Health organization's role in severely mismanaging and covering up the spread of the coronavirus. The reality is that the WHO failed to adequately obtain, vet, and share information in a timely and transparent fashion. So it's their fault? I mean, they did withhold a bunch of information at the very beginning of this. And, and the, they praised China. Yeah, and that that guy I was reading, the head of the WHO, the mouthpiece, he was involved in covering up. Uh, different virus outbreaks in his own country. Let's get him. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, uh, Gio, you don't have to come in here. Just write this, mark this down. Uh, Ronnie and T. Kraz on the uh, AM station have Coach Cooper on for the Lightning today. Just putting that, just putting that in your file of reasons why the Lightning hate us. Mm. You got that? Uh, uh, Ronnie and T. Kraz have uh, Coach Cooper on from Lightning today. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's put that in the uh, Why Breesman Hates Us file. I will mark the date and Thank you. Uh, make note. Thank you. That's all I need. Uh, the Treasury Department has ordered President Trump's name to be printed on stimulus checks 
the uh, Internal Revenue Service is rushing to send to tens of millions of Americans a process that could slow their delivery by a few days. That's according to senior IRS officials. The unprecedented decision finalized late Monday means that when recipients open their $1,200 paper checks, the IRS is scheduled to begin uh, sending to 70 million Americans in the coming days. President Donald J. Trump will appear on the left side of the payment. It'll be the first time a president's name appears on an IRS dis- uh, uh, disbursement. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Disbursement. No, disbursement. Disbursement. Uh, what did you say? Disbursement? <laughs> Down with the sickness. Uh, whether a routine refund or uh, one that the, the handful of checks the government has issued to taxpayers in recent decades, either to stimulate a down economy or to share the dividends of a strong one, Treasury officials disputed that the checks would be delayed. Mm. What a jerk. But it's not. Is it Trump that said, put my name on it? Because I this says. That is the way it's being spun. But this says the Treasury Department right. has ordered President Trump's name to be on the stimulus checks. But yes, but. Who ordered the Treasury Department? Right, is yeah. he holding somebody by the back of the neck? Because guaranteed, like this has this just comes down to his legacy. So, like in later years, when people bring up the checks, you know, some people like collect items like this. But also his because name will be on it. lower class people who get the check are going to be like Donald Trump sent me my money, yeah. and I was poor, but now I got Donald Trump money, and that's I'm going to vote for Donald Trump again because he sent me the check. I mean, it's a yeah, smart move if you're trying to get reelected. Uh, so. Speaking of stimulus checks, a volunteer firefighter in Indiana was waiting on his stimulus check when he got a much bigger direct deposit than he thought. Here he is talking about this. Once I withdraw $200 out of my account, I looked at the available balance that was still left in my account, and apparently my account had $8.2 million in it. And I'm like, what in the world is going on here? I ran the card again and again. $8.2 million. I was like, man, Something's up with this. Oh I said, hey, really? I had a truck you buying me. <laughs> you think something's up with it? Uh, the mistake had already been fixed by the time he called his bank, but he says it was a pretty big shock when his, he first checked his balance oh. and had $8.2 million oh. in there. And then they just Ridiculous. took it away. Yeah. Yeah. For a second, he was rich. Yeah, for a second, so I was sad. a millionaire. I told that story to my wife the other day, and she goes, oh, I would withdraw it so fast. And I go, you'd have to pay it back. Yeah. You can't yeah. just take it and go, that's not going to happen. Uh. They're going to find out. And I go, and then you spend it on stuff. You're going to have to sell out stuff and try and pay them oh. back. Uh, the Treasury Department denied that the development caused a delay, which they're already saying and things are delayed, but you all got your checks. Uh, economic- this, this is the mailing ones because it's going to be yeah. signed, right, so right, the right. direct deposit ones weren't affected. Oh, okay, but they say uh, the economic impact payment checks are scheduled to go out on time and exactly as planned. But what's going to happen is this will be turned around as, oh, Trump did this and Trump made it late and blah, blah, blah. And that turned out to not be true. Mm. And that's that's what he's constantly fighting. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see what the when the truth comes out. If Trump's full name out. will appear on the memo line. Donald J. Trump. Trump. About seventy million Americans are expected to receive checks. That's awesome. How that many people in America? Awesome. More than that. <laughs> but that's the thing is there's already over eighty million that got their direct deposit. Right. And then the seventy million or more are just the checks. That are getting the checks. And that's just the first wave, too. There's obviously so, more than... A president is not authorized to be the signer for legal disimbursement checks by the U.S. Treasury, but administration officials said that Trump's name would be 
featured below the line uh, that reads economic impact payment. So his name would be in the memo section. So his name would be on the check, even though he's not endorsing the check. He's not signing it. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. And that was over 300 million people in the United States. Thank you. You're welcome. I just want to, you know, clarify the numbers. <laughs> uh, last night during a coronavirus special, Dr. Fauci had some good news for us. Here's what the good doctor had to say. If you look at the New York metropolitan area as kind of the prototype that's been driving this through the country, and then look at the country as a whole, there's no doubt what we've seen over the last several days is a flattening out, and even when you get to New York, it's actually starting to come down regarding admissions, hospitalizations, needs for intensive care and intubation. Hopefully that trend will continue. So as I say, I'm a very cautious person, but we are seeing some light at the end of the tunnel. So a little bit of good dying. Yeah, he sounds like he's got corona all in his throat. I am watching a uh, live webcam in Times Square right now, and it's amazing how empty it is. Is it like a zombie movie? No, it's like there's like maybe uh, there's a couple cops spread out. There is an occasional person walking, and there is a good 10 to 15 cars in between traffic uh, rotations, in between light rotations, and then the rest of the streets are empty. I mean, now is the time to film a movie. I know, but I was going to say, I would imagine if you live down there and you watch that, it just makes you want to go down there and out (laughs) there so bad so you can run the streets of New York. Uh, Carmen, uh, there is a scene in, what's that movie that we love with Tom Cruise? Vanilla Sky, mm-hmm. where he runs through Times Square and there's nobody else on the street to yeah. cover him. And it's amazing to think how they got that clear at that time. They probably had to shoot that like right at 5 o'clock in the morning or 6 right when the sun came up. But um, it, it's exactly what it looks like now. Oh, that's where they just zoomed in the camera. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So oh, he has it up there. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, people walking around, a couple of people walking around with masks on. Yeah, I mean, this is just a weird, this is a super weird time. But what, this, a, yeah. what a cool time to be able to drive around New York and it's empty. That may never happen again. You can actually find you know? parking. Yeah, like <laughs> this may never happen again. To be able to drive around in an empty New York would be cool. Yeah, yeah. well... But stay at home, people. Don't go do that <laughs> yeah. if you're listening. <laughs> uh, FEMA and the CDC have created a strategy to reopen parts of the country. It has strategies for states and local government on how to ease stay-at-home orders on places like schools, daycares, parks, churches, and restaurants. The plan has three stages. Assess an area's readiness to reopen by May 1st. Ramp up testing, funding, and hospital equipment through May 15th. And then start gradual reopenings. I don't see that happening May 1st. No, school is no. done this year. Get that through your head. School is yeah, not 100%. happening this year. It's just how to get used to it. Um, you know, you're, whatever you're homeschooling, whatever you're doing, know that that's the way it's going to be for the next uh, you know, six months. Your kids are not going back to school this year. And I'm, I'm fortunate. I'm fine with that. But that's because I have an eighth grader and a seven-year-old. Yeah. If I had somebody who was... In sixth grade and struggling with math, I would be concerned with that. Uh, You know, so they say about that, about reopening and doing the different stuff. But then you hear this, South Dakota, which refused to have a stay-at-home order, is now a coronavirus hotspot. A pork processing plant had more than 300 workers catch the virus, making it one of the largest clusters in the country, and it's threatening the U.S. food supply now. Yeah. It's, it's threatening Way to go, pork. South Dakota. Yeah. It's threatening pork. Like, don't freak out if you don't have the meat. If you're a pork guy, 
and you don't have and you're worried about pork, then you have to worry. I'm right, just but saying, also yeah. the fact that they refused the stay at home order and now three hundred workers in one spot catch it, now it's don't a hot spot. This ain't New York City. Yeah. This is South Dakota. Code. Uh so do you remember uh I mean obviously you do remember they put up these hand sanitizer things in the hallway here. Very yeah. nice of them to do that. <laughs> but I pointed out they were alcohol free. Right. Which means it's just soap. Basically. Well, Yes, but, but it means it won't it won't be as effective okay. on killing viruses, but it will kill germs and it will kill right. other stuff. So, yes, it's ju- what you're getting is just to you have to have seventy percent uh, alcohol or more to kill the virus. Right? Yeah. yeah, right. That's alcohol free. Right. A hand sanitizer made in Florida and touted by Governor Ron DeSantis during a demonstration during a news conference does not use ingredients recommended by the CDC as effective against oh. coronavirus. Oh. Yeah, Sarasota-based Duracin has billed its product as, quote, the longest-lasting water-based alcohol-free hand sanitizer. The company has also seen its business boom as it continues to claim its hand sanitizer helps protect against COVID-19. But medical experts have raised questions about those claims. The CDC recommends hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol to be effective against the coronavirus, but Duracin has no alcohol in its solution. Therefore, not really doing anything against COVID-19. No, but it is... Other germs. Others killing other germs. But everybody's using it to try and stave off COVID-19, the coronavirus. Meanwhile, you're just walking around, you know, it's like... I, I said, I wonder if they took all the airbags out of the station vehicles, too. Like to save some money. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I mean, it's luckily, not a matter of saving money. It's a matter of it being unavailable. It's yeah. not available. You see uh, the different ones that pop up on Instagram or in your feed, wherever. And it says available now. And you look and it's a bottle like a, that you would keep in your pocket. And it's yeah. like $67. Yeah. And you're like, or, oh, it's also uh, coming from China. Yeah, you could buy 500 different kinds and are only 40% alcohol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you been to Rome? Yes. Have you been to the Trevi Fountain? I have. Do you remember how many people were there when you were there? Oh, my God. It was a cluster. It's hard to get near. It's hard to yeah. take a picture in front of it. I'm watching a live cam from there right now. Completely empty. Look at that. I mean, Galvin, this is like this is like when you go down to the Key West and there's all those people in line to take a picture of the southernmost point. It, it, it's Everybody wants to take a picture in front of the fountain. Don't talk to me like I'm not traveled. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going Have on. Have you been to uh, the fountain? No, but I saw Da Vinci Code, and that's where yeah. they found the pope, the priest in, yeah, yeah. when he was tied to the uh, hand truck. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I know what's up. But in the daytime, before they're not killing priests, there's usually a lot of people that are taking uh-huh. pictures. Yeah. Did you throw any coins in there? Yes. Yeah, of course. So uh, you could drink from it. You could drink from it? The fountains in, uh, I don't know, they say that the fountains in... In uh, Italy, the water is all purified. Mm-hmm. You can drink, but that's Italy purified. Yeah, aquifer. Yeah. yeah, don't do that here. Uh, we have some sad news. I love sad news. No. No. <laughs> it's a death, and you actually have a connection with this person. Oh, yeah. uh, New York Yankees co-owner Hank Steinbrenner has died. His family confirmed he was 63 years old. Hank apparently had been battling an illness for a while, but according to New York Post, it was not related to COVID-19. Steinbrenner was uh, reportedly sa- surrounded by his family at his home in Clearwater, Florida when he passed away. So, yeah, uh, Hank Steinbrenner was a fan of this show. So we had a mutual friend, uh, Ken Lucci, who used to own Ambassador Limos. Mm-hmm. And Ken grew up with Hank, and they were really good friends. And Hank, he's like, Hank loves your show. He wa- he played guitar, and he wanted to come jam with Pipple Toddler, but like at our rehearsal place. He didn't, he didn't want the spotlight. He didn't want people to see him. And uh, he... We never nailed it down to where he can come out there, but he was, you know, he was the cool one. He was the one who was playing guitar and hanging out and laying awesome. low. 
Yeah, so uh, one time he got me, uh, Ken got me tickets in the Yankees suite. I was in a suite with my son and a bunch of the Steinbrenner family, which felt awkward to me, but they treated us so nice. And Ken, um, Ken, uh, Hank went and got Reggie Jackson and brought him into the suite to meet my son. And that was like one of the nicest things. And then Hank was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Huh? I go, that's very cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was like, that. even he knew it was cool. He was just such a genuine guy. And uh, I don't have, I, I, I had a little bit of a relationship with his father. His father was super cool to me. Hal once had nothing to do with me. I would try to talk to Hal. Remember you were with me? Uh-huh. I tried to talk to Hal once. He was like, see ya. Yeah. He just like walked away. Uh, but Hank um, was really cool. And, you know, one time I went up to New York. Were you there? Yeah, you were there. Yeah. We went to the Yankee game, and Hank left us tickets, and we, we had awesome seats. And, Big candy bars. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. with the candy bar. That's right. Uh, so anyway, so, uh, yeah, my condolences to the family, and not just from being a Yankee fan. He was just a nice dude. He really, really was. I always judge people on how they treated me, and he and his father treated me great. So sorry for the loss. I, I reached out to Ken Lucci yesterday. And Ken wrote back, he, you know, to me, and he said, you know, he always loved you. He listened to your show all the time, and he hated talk radio, but he loved your passion for the Yankees, and he, you know, he thought you were funny, and that means a lot to me. So, uh, another sporting event has been postponed. This one's going to hit you hard. Oh no! Tour de France has been postponed oh, due to coronavirus. Oh, it was supposed to kick off, as we all know, June twenty seventh. We have it marked on our calendar. <laughs> Uh, there is no word on a new date yet. What? So. No I mean, now is the time to do it because there are nobody on the streets. Yeah. You know? And it's not everything. like they touch each other. Right. Uh, by the way, some of the greatest stuff I've ever seen is those guys bike racing and slamming into each other. Or Dude. or the guy with the camera on the motorcycle doesn't go fast enough or somebody just walks out in front of them. <laughs> it's like they're going very fast. Yeah. I mean, sometimes so they're coming down those hills and going, and they're close to 40, 50 miles per hour or more probably. Oh. And they're like, do-do-do-do, <laughs> and they just all wail into each other. Have you seen the video of the guy in the Tour de France who lays down on his bicycle and passes everybody that's struggling to get down yeah. the hill? Yeah. What a genius that guy was. Yeah, that guy knows uh, oh, some stuff. Yeah. Uh, have you seen some of the stuff where they fall down in their bike and their uh, wheels still going because yeah. they have a motor in it? Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those guys. Motor. Yeah. How do you check for that? Like, shouldn't that be an easy find? You would think, yeah. but They're it tiny. may be they yeah. check this bike and then they swap out and, you know, because they do swap out a lot of stuff, but it, it's I, they have so many rules yeah. because you have to have – a tire, and it has to be a certain tire, and there's people who've gotten flat tires, and then they got help from this, and they're like, nope, nope. that person helped you. You have to go sit in the box for three oh. minutes and make up time, and yeah, it's crazy. Oh. That is nuts. Uh, there is a new dating term going around to describe a breakup method that's happened during the pandemic. Like ghosting? Yeah, this okay. is called zumped. Oh. <laughs> what is zumped? Do you know? No, but I'm just assuming you, like, just quarantine dumped. You get dumped on Zoom? You get dumped on Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, one woman who uh, got dumped recently <laughs> over Zoom says that it, to make things even worse, the internet connection wasn't great, so it kept freezing, and he kept having to have to repeat it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were breaking up. Can you say it one more time? Did you say we're going away? No. <laughs> no. You just got zumped. That's great. I love it. Uh, According to a new survey, 58% of Americans say they have trouble remembering what day it is most of the time, especially now, because all the days are blending together. Google searches for what day is it have spiked 
You're going to Google for it? Look at your phone. Right. That's ridiculous. Uh, a year ago, Google rated the search interest at 61 out of 100. Now it is 100 out of 100. Awesome. Uh, what day is it? Who's president? Yeah. Uh, How long have I been asleep? Don't blame the pandemic. You're just an idiot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, this looks pretty good. Oreo has released a limited edition tiramisu <gasps> Yes, please. A picture okay. up on Bone TV. Frankie, get that recipe. Tiramisu <laughs> flavor. <laughs> yeah. That looks pretty good. The picture looks oh, really good. You know what? The no. paisan no. over here says no. Hey, that's <laughs> not a that's not a real tiramisu. I didn't let it do it. I want regular Oreos. Yeah. yeah. I don't want flavored Oreos. Uh, maybe you misunderstood me. They're not stopping oh. regular Oreos. <laughs> yeah. They're just. Oh, they're, I thought they were forcing no. us to eat the new tiramisu. <laughs> no. on. You can, you can still have the other Oreos. They're also having the tiramisu. Uh, I refuse. Right. No. Sorry, America. <laughs> we're changing your favorite cookie. I'm waiting. I'm holding out for the gabagool. Oh, Oreo. <laughs> Oh, it's just the two chocolate wafers with the meat folded up oh, in there. Oh, slimy. I mean, I would try it. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Now, this, this has me a little scared. Uh-uh. I, I don't want to ask you about your cereal. <laughs> no. Approach it cautiously. Oh, no. I'm not, I'm not even asking you anything. Yeah? I'm telling you something. Oh. And I think it might be good news. You don't have to tell me whether it is or not. Okay. Frosted Flakes. Mm, easy. They're great. Has come out with a new cereal. It's Frosted Flakes still. Tiramisu. Uh, no. With Lucky Charm style marshmallows. What? Yes. Too much sugar. Oh, up on yeah. Bone TV. You might be right, Carmen. Frosted Flakes. So they're not actual Lucky Charms, but they're their version. So it's the exact little same tiger thing. Uh, but it's the exact same thing. I yeah. love Frosted Flakes. I might try to eat them. Yeah. I don't know. I might try to eat just the marshmallows. Yeah. Will they sell the Frosted Flakes just marshmallows? They do. They sell the Lucky Charms just, mar- yeah. marshmallows. just marshmallows. just marshmallows. Yeah. Uh, I would take a shot at those. Oh, yeah. I love cereal. I haven't had cereal in like over a year. Oh, it's so good. Does anybody hours. have any follow-up <laughs> questions for Mike? What is <laughs> don't. <laughs> Kelvin. Uh, you don't put peanut butter in your cereal? You always got to push it. <laughs> I, just, I just told you that that's happening. <laughs> Uh, man, I'm sorry to tell you this, Mike, because uh, I know it's your favorite show. CBS has canceled God Friended Me oh. after two seasons. I can't believe it. What is God seasons. Friended Me? God Friended Me is a guy who has, I think, uh, now I'm going off what I've seen from commercials. He has either a radio show or a podcast, probably podcast. And uh, somebody. Which are not the same, by the way. Yeah. No, somebody's emailing him and it turns out to, he believes is God, and then he goes and helps the people. Oh, okay. okay. And that's canceled? Yeah, <laughs> after two seasons though, <laughs> two seasons that made they must have just picked it up for the two seasons contractually, you know, and they couldn't get out of it. I don't know. That's just I, I can't believe that some of the stuff is <laughs> yeah. on TV. So let's let's talk that. about good God movies. There was Oh God with uh-huh. John Denver, yeah. which was very good with oh, yeah. George, George Burns, Burns playing God. Yes, there was Oh God Book Two. Where George Burns appears to a little girl, also a good movie. Mm-hmm. George Bruce Burns, Al- Bruce Almighty, Bruce Almighty, Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty. What else? There's other good. There's another good God movie that I can't think of right now. Bruce Almighty. We just said. Oh, that. you're on show. No. You're working on this. No. There was Bruce Almighty and Evan Almighty, where Morgan Freeman was God, and there was another one. Ten Commandments. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's one. a hoot. That movie. I saw one recently on Netflix, and now I can't remember the name of it. Mm. But he has he plays chess with God. You should go and watch the George Burns. I will with John, John Denver. Denver God. Yeah. It, it's a good, George Burns is a good God. 
I like I like a good God movie. Mm-hmm. Son of God. There's also a movie with George Burns and Robbie Benson that is a fantastic movie. Do you remember that one? Two of a Kind? Oh, yeah, yeah. George Burns, it plays an old man, uh, and Robbie Benson plays like a, an autistic grandson or a nephew or something, and that is a really good movie. Uh, I'm looking for movies uh, about God, whatever. There's Letters to God. There's was, one I'm missing. I just was that remember. the one with, uh, what was the one with Greg Kinnear and the kid? No, was- that's God is Real. Heaven is he- heaven is heaven for is real, real or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, God! Look at all these creepy Seventh Seal. Yeah. Oh, Seventh Seal was good. That was with uh, Demi Moore. Demi Moore, that yeah. was great. Yeah. Was good right, maybe I, I don't know. It'll hit me whenever I'm talking about. It. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Go back, Carmen. Go back one. What's the George Burns? Oh God, you devil! That was the third one. Yeah, that was the third installment. Because it was Oh God, Oh God, Book Two or right. something like that. And then Oh God, you devil. Yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Spanish at your homework. I'm on it. Watch the Oh God trilogy. Oh God trilogy. Do it. There you go. Hold on. I want to. And History of the World, Volume One. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with God. It's a great movie. (laughs) But it is a great movie. Uh, God friended me. Okay, so Miles Finer is an outspoken atheist whose life is turned upside down when he receives a friend request uh, on social media from God and unwittingly unwittingly becomes an agent of change in the lives and destinies of uh, others around him. Woof. After repeated pokes by God, Miles' curiosity takes over, and he accepts the ultimate friend request. (laughs) The ultimate friend request. Just just like everybody else, if you try to friend request me on Facebook and we don't have friends in common, I'm probably not going to be God or anybody else. I mean, granted, God God and I probably know a couple of the same people. (laughs) Maybe. But that's about it. That's how I judge... If you send me a friend request, I can tell by the picture whether or not we're going to be friends. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I'll look and see what you do, because sometimes there's a certain amount of professional courtesy. Female has a 90% uh, better rate than male. Yeah. Nin- 98. 98%. Yeah. Better not be your birthday. Attractive female. Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh, and and um, not just one shot from above. Right. Got to see some body shots. And if, they're, if you have a good job, or if there's something like, if I don't know you, but you work for uh, ABC Action News... There's a chance at a professional courtesy, I'll be like, all right, that guy's not going to take pictures of my family and put a post it on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. So I'll I'll do that. Don't be offended, other people. I don't even I don't even really look at it a lot. Mm-hmm. Like same like everybody's mad at me because I haven't accepted their PlayStation request. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm trying. I'm running out of room. Yeah, because it only allows you to accept some right. people, right? Yeah. Not because I'm super that. famous. Just a small <laughs> amount that they allow. Uh, so you have a lot of free time on your hands, possibly, because you're staying safer at home and, you know, you're kind of trapped in your house and we got the curfew going on and all that type of stuff. Well, there are some skills that you can learn for free right now online. I, I thought about this. It was a, uh, Last time I was watching Jeopardy, I think, and Masterclass was the sponsor, and I was like, I got to start taking these Masterclasses. So yeah. they have cooking classes. You can check out the BBC and the New York Times for free recipes and how-to videos, and then kitchen.com, but it's spelled K-I-T-C-H-N, so no E in there. Kitchen.com is another good one where they have recipes or they teach you. They have little videos and stuff. Uh, We talked about this before. You can learn an instrument. Fender has free guitar, ukulele, and bass classes for the next three months. They offered it to its first 100,000 subscribers. Then they extended it to its first one million people who wow. signed up. Awesome. Yeah, so three months free of guitar, bass, ukulele uh, lessons. That's what are you trying cool. to say? I should take bass <laughs> lessons? I mean, it's free and it's three yeah. months, and you know. Maybe I'll get the uke. Learn Maybe. some songs. <laughs> uh, learn a new language. If you're a student or you have kids or you want to do it, Rosetta Stone is offering three months free online classes. Really? Yeah, I, I, I would am do that. So amazed how quickly. 
they've come up they've completely changed their their sales plan based on the virus. So Rosetta Stone, we're gonna just launch we're gonna spend three million dollars in advertising per quarter. And we're just gonna tell people, hey, learn it as fast as the military learned. That's gonna that's our thing. Now we have a pandemic, everybody's stuck in the house. Now it's give them three months free and lock them in the sign. Like it's just how quickly everybody's adjusted to this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get they're still selling you this Rosetta Stone, even though they're giving you some for free. They're selling it to you, but this is their sales thing. Every every product, every place has a new commercial already. Uh, here All at, of them, here yeah, at this car dealership, yeah. we wash our hands, and at our pizza place, we never touch the pizza once mm-hmm. it leaves the oven. And yeah. I'm like, like, how do you have this stuff already? Places will open again. Yeah. You know, yeah. Did you see my tweet last night? No. Uh, uh, I said, it might be time to up the Lexa, bro. I almost cried twice during commercials. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did yeah. see that. And they were happy. They <laughs> were like, the happy tears. Bro. The one was uh, like, um, it was, uh, it showed how we're getting along, and then at the end, it showed nurses do it, doing yoga. Oh, outside yeah. by the by the thing, and I was like, "Oh, these poor nurses—they had to work all day. Now they have to do yoga. <laughs> now they're making them exercise." Yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing is learn to code. This is a pretty good one. You can start learning the basics at freecodecamp.org. I would like to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially kids, though. I For feel real. like I can't. Like, I know there's a couple of things that I feel. I believe that you can do anything you want in the world, but know your limitations. I will never be a good guitar player. And I, I don't mean bass. I mean a guitar player. I'll never be a good bass player either. But I, I know that I can't get my head and fingers to work in that pattern. I just can't do it. Uh, not not to the point where it was good. And uh, I know that I don't think I could ever code. Um, you may not pick it up as fast as other people. But, for instance, guitar or bass, you could learn it. You just have to dedicate the time and do it. You there's obviously people who have natural ability, right? I can learn it a lot faster, but I'll never be good at it. Uh, One of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. Well, there's two things. uh, What was the other thing I want to say? But one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life was my buddy Marty Miller, who played guitar. His cousin came over, and his cousin was probably five years younger than us, and we were like I don't know, maybe fifteen at the time, so he's ten, and he played guitar, and he played really well, but he played left handed. So he picked up Marty's right-handed guitar, flipped it over, and started playing it. Wow, that's amazing. And I was like, uh, I, uh. Yeah, how did he do <laughs> It was the most amazing thing. I mean, he was playing chords and doing anything. He was playing upside, chords? Totally upside down. Yeah, left-handed. He was playing a right-handed guitar, flipped it over, and started playing it. And you can't normally do that. Like, that doesn't normally work. It's not just like, oh, well, if you're left-handed, you can take a right-handed guitar. That doesn't work that way. That is incredible. Uh. What did you make me think of about the commercials and crying in yoga? Damn it. Any good crying commercials you got? No, it was something good that I was going to tell you about me <laughs> that it was like, oh, do you know what I did? What was it? Did you cry? <laughs> no. Rosetta Stone. Learning the language. Learning. You cried during Rosetta Stone? No. I don't know what it was. Damn it. If I think of it, I'll tell you. All right. We'll be here. <sighs> Uh, Amy Schumer has changed her baby's name. Whoa. Her baby's name was Jean Attell Fisher. Right, after David Attell. Right, and now it is Jean David Fisher. Uh, I'll let her explain why she was talking about it on her podcast. And you're right, yeah, she named Attell after David Attell. But here is Amy from her podcast talking about changing her baby's name. So do you guys know that Jean, our baby's name, is officially changed? It's now Jean David Fisher. 
It was Gene Attell Fisher, but we realized that we by accident named our son Genital. Yeah. Gene Attell sounds like Genital, but yeah. his middle name is now David, which is also after Attell, and my dad's middle name is David. So there you go. That's that Gene yeah. David. That they officially sense. changed it? I guess so, yeah. Birth certificate, did all that. Uh, Guardians, of Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn has created a list of 27 sequels he thinks are better than the originals. Okay. Oh, I like this. Yeah. So uh, he has 27 th- of them on his list. You want to try and guess them? You want me to give no, you give some? No, give them to me and I'll tell you if I agree with them. All right. I'll start at 20, uh, let's see, 26 because there was a tie. Uh, Swordsman 2. I, I never saw no Swordsman 1, so... Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. Final Destination 2. Yes, agree to that. Magnum Force, which is the sequel to Dirty Harry. Yeah, Dirty Harry was kind of just thrown together. It, it didn't... Magnum Force is much better of a story. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. I agree with that. With Dave Bautista. Uh. <laughs> Desperado. Oh. Which is the sequel no way. to El Mariachi. El Mariachi was Awesome. All right. Disagree with that. Better one. actor, better dog. Yeah, way better actor. Yeah. Uh, the Legend of the Drunken Master, which is the sequel yes. to Drunken Master. Yes. I really love the that Chan? movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's older and it has one of the best fight sequences that lasts a half an hour long. I'm out. Blade 2? Yep. Also out. Gremlins 2? No. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a Gremlins 2. <laughs> Batman Returns. Is that the Michael Keaton one? 92. Oh, yeah. So Who are yes. the villains on that? The Penguin? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Superman 2. Oh, Superman 2 is way better. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. With, the... Superman 2 had Zod. Uh, the it, first one didn't have Zod? No, the first one was just him coming to Earth and uh, being Superman and fighting Lex Luthor. Okay. And then uh, Superman 2 That's where all was a result of him causing... He, he, Lois Lane was trapped in the Eiffel Tower. There was a nuclear weapon in the elevator. He brought the nuclear weapon into outer space. It blew off, but that reaction caused the uh, prison uh, capture of of Zod and the other ones there to be freed. And then they came to Earth to Planet Houston to look for the son of Jarrell. So Batman Returns had Michael Keaton as Batman, Michelle Pfeiffer as uh, Catwoman, yeah. and Danny DeVito as uh, Penguin. Okay, he might be and right. Walken was uh, Max Schreck. <laughs> yeah. In there, so that was that one. Uh, Superman 2, you said yes. Uh, Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan. Yeah, I love that movie. What was Star Trek 1? Star Trek 1, uh, Captain Kirk's hairpiece. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember Star Trek 1, so I remember The Wrath of Khan for sure. The Wrath of Khan, which, that beginning the, scene really freaked me out. And The Wrath of Khan was a continuation, the only, the only continuation of an episode that they had from the series. Because Khan was gone, but he was not dead for sure, and he came back. That's pretty cool. How about this? The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's the best one out of all of them. Uh, then you have X2, which is 2003, X-Men 2. Uh, which one was that? Let's see. X-Men is 2. Is that the one where they team up on Magneto? I think so, but I'm going to try to I'm gonna look it up. X2. If it's the one where they team up on Magneto to stop the... Uh, uh, Striker, Brian Cox, a villainous oh, yeah. former yeah. army commander, holds the key to Wolverine's uh, past. Oh, no, that was great. Yeah, in the that, future of the X-Men. Yeah, yep. that's when they come into the, uh, they try to steal all the kids, remember, from the house, yeah. and that's where you see all their powers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's a good one. How do you say uh, Jean Grey's real name? Famke? Famke. Famke? Famke? I thought it was Famke Jansen. Yeah, all right, that. 
kiss her face. Yeah, she's gorgeous. <laughs> I'd kiss any part of her. Uh, I'd kiss, her, kiss her feet. feet. Oh, oh I picked yeah. the feet first. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> There's two of them, guys. Feet of your thing. <laughs> I don't want to look at Galvin while I'm kissing the other foot. <laughs> Why not? She's beautiful. Make her do uh, the splits. Yeah. Feet and chin. <laughs> <laughs> do the splits. I bet she's got big feet. Yeah, I don't care. What? Remember her in Goldeneye when she would kill you by straddling you and choking you out with her legs? Remember yeah. her in... Uh, Spy versus Spy with Eddie Murphy and uh, Owen Wilson. She was oh, great in there. She no, I remember great. she was coked out and made. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, just take my kid. Yeah. Yeah. Take uh, Paddington 2. Better, much better than Paddington little, 1. Little better. <laughs> These are all uh, James Gunn, the director of uh, uh, the... Paddington 2? So far, I'm with him. The director of Guardian of the Galaxy, he says these are better. The sequel are better than the original one. He lost me on Paddington. <laughs> uh, for a few dollars more, which was the sequel to A Fistful of Dollars. No. Uh, the Road Warrior, the sequel to Mad Max. Much better. Mad Max Fury Road, better than any of them. Yes. Too. Yeah. Such a great movie. But he's doing the second one. Uh, Hellboy 2. Never saw the it. Never saw Hellboy. Uh, I enjoyed the Hellboy movie. Yeah, so did I. I thought they were pretty clever. Golden Army, isn't that the other one? I thought that was the Hellboy. That's the original Hellboys with Ron Perlman. Yeah. The second one I thought was a Hellboy or a Golden Army. Oh, I'm Army. thinking of the Army of Darkness yeah. thing. Yeah, Hellboy 2, the Golden Army. Uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Never saw it. The Dark Knight, which was the sequel to Batman Begins. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with the Joker. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Shrek 2. Yes. Yeah, totally. Right. Okay. Evil Dead 2. Yes. Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Okay. It, that was a good movie, but it wasn't better it, than. Is that the one with Cage? Yeah, I never saw that one. It's I just not, thought it was it's just a, it's just a dirtier, skeevier version than the first one. But oh, yeah. Harvey Keitel is uh, Nicholas Cage is no Harvey Keitel. No, yeah. Harvey yeah. Keitel pulls over the teenage girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Look away! I yeah. uh, Spider Man Two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Godfather Part Two. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. Toy Story Two. He said it's his number one. I so that's better disagree. Than- I like the original Toy Story the most. Yeah. But maybe that's because I was younger and it has that, hits that nostalgia bone. Yeah. I, I think The Godfather 2 is better because De Niro is in it. Yes. De Niro's great in that movie. And I like the way they flash back. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like when they take the movie and they just show it in chronological order uh, with the first one and the second one. And I think that's a pretty good. That's a long ass movie, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. What about. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I Much thought that was better. way better. Good yeah. call on that one, Spanish. Right? Yeah. That one is a fantastic film. Yeah, for sure. Any other good? What was Judgment Day? That, that was, was the one with the morphing. With the T-1000? Yeah. Way better. Like that but the, the big thing was the, the effects. Yeah. But it was it also a great, he came back it was as a good, good guy. Yeah, yeah you know? it was a good story. Yeah. 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 But the Terminator, the, and so crazy to think that O.J. Simpson was almost a Terminator. <laughs> I that's know, so that's weird. so weird. <laughs> no, no, that's real, Carmen. I know, but I mean, just think about it. Yeah. He was like, actually the Terminator. Was he really? Well, he just didn't get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> He's terminating. Whoopsies. He oh, boy. <laughs> American Idol continues to not die. <laughs> All right, kill that music. Uh, so first, it survived cancellation by Fox and now is uh, on a different, what is it, ABC, I think it is. But now it's soldiering on during the coronavirus pandemic. Starting April 26th, shows will air live but remotely. The contestants will perform from home. Uh. The judges will judge from home. And Ryan Seacrest will host from home. 
stop. Oh, great. It. And you guys could all stay home. Yeah. There's no way I'm watching any of any of that. Uh, the voice is on. That's all I need to know. Yeah. This is the voice. <laughs> voice had James Taylor on the other day. Ooh. Yeah. The voice. Is, the voice is good. I heard he's seen uh, fire and rain. Yes. Yeah? Yes. I don't know. Dude. Uh, so 2020 has started out pretty rough. You don't say. Uh, but <laughs> there is a list of the 40 most played songs of the decade, which include uh, radio plays and TV licensing. So think about from okay. 2010 till 2020, most uh, played songs of the decade. What do you think? I'm going to say them? some of it has to be Bieber. Ed Sheeran. Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's it. I have much. the top ten here. Okay. okay. None of those are in. What? Oh, my yeah. God. Maroon 5. I will give you uh Oh, let me guess one more. Okay. Adele. Uh, I will give you one of them. Can I guess? This is number ten on the list of most played. Really? Oh, yeah, I forgot about Kings of Leon, movie. Little Sex on Fire. They were everywhere. We used to play this song. Yeah. Oh, we still play this song. I like it. <laughs> We used to play another one, too. Yeah. Right up. Uh, you said uh, Maroon 5, Mike? Yes. Maroon 5, which song do you think? Animal. No. Moves like Jagger. Moves like Jagger. Yeah. Yes, that comes oh, in. Uh, Maroon 5 is in there. That is actually number three. Ooh. Can, uh, I would like to guess the Mariah Carey, but only because of her Christmas song. Who said Adele? Me. I apologize. Hello. Adele is in there. It's me. Oh, by the way, Dinah did a parody song <laughs> and a video to go with it. Yeah. And she sent it to me, but I had already seen it. So when she sent it to me through text, I didn't respond to her. Uh-oh. And then she got mad at me yesterday and she wrote, <laughs> come on, a-hole. And I just wanted to be like, I'm not touching it. I'm not saying a word. Yeah. Uh, what Adele song do you think? Hello. Yeah, I think so. That one. No. Really? The fire and the rain one. Rolling in the deep. Yeah, Yeah, that one. I think it's the past decade. It's just so good. Yeah, she is. Uh, By the way, that comes in at number two. Yeah. You guys have not gotten to number one. Uh, I can tell you some of the other ones. So, Kings of Leon, Sex on Fire came in at number ten. Forget You by CeeLo. Oh, yeah. Came in at great. number nine. <laughs> Taylor Count- Swift is number one. Counting Stars. No, no she I is not. And I Counting no. Stars <laughs> by One Republic is number eight. Really? Yeah. Uh, think about it. Number seven, we've heard so much. Bruno it Mars? Was, it was yeah. all over the place. Yeah. And which song? That, uh, Evan? Put your ring fa- pinky finger no. up Dope. in there. Uptown no. Punk. That was all over the place. That's number seven. Any Beyonce? No Beyonce, but I will tell you. Number four is a song by a group that's featuring this guy, and then this guy is also at number one. Okay? So it's not Ed Sheeran. Uh, I can tell you number six is I Got a Feeling by Black Eyed Peas. Remember them? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I was playing my humps to my daughter yesterday when she was doing the camera report. (laughs) Can't Stop the Feeling, Justin Timberlake. That's a good song. Oh, that is a good song. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give it away, so I'm not going to tell you what number four is, but pick what number one. Number one most played song. Is it that happy song? 
I'm sorry, Spanish. What did you say? That happy song. That happy song by who? That, um, Pharrell yeah. and Daft Punk. No. No, not Daft Punk. Just Pharrell. Just Pharrell. But Daft Punk and Pharrell was number four. Pharrell, number one with Happy. That song is Get Lucky is the one you're talking about. Yeah. Get Lucky is a good song, Get Lucky too. is a good song. But this was the number one most played song of the decade. This is still a good song. Because think about it, this includes radio plays and TV licensing. Yeah. This was in every TV commercial and every movie. I think Despicable Me had it in. Yeah. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.